As the U.S. averages over 130,000 new cases and 2,000 deaths daily, the federal government has recently taken its most aggressive steps yet to fight the virus. On September 9th, President Biden announced a new federal vaccine mandate. This requirement, along with several others announced in the same speech, will affect about two-thirds of the American workforce. President Biden's vaccine mandate may save lives, but there may be some costs for employers trying to accommodate the new rules. In today's episode, I'm going to explain what happened so far and what's likely to happen next. By the end, you'll be better prepared to discuss this major change with your leadership and team, especially when the time comes to comply. Today we'll discuss what was the announcement about? How will this announcement affect HR? And what can HR do now? Let's dive right in. On September 9th, in a televised address to the nation, President Biden outlined several sweeping actions his administration is taking to get the pandemic under control. What's getting the most attention is the so-called federal vaccine mandate for private sector employers. Since the announcement, OSHA has described it as a soft mandate since it only applies to employers with over 100 employees and provides for weekly COVID testing as an alternative to vaccination. This will affect over 80 million workers. There is an important technicality I need to mention. The president did not issue an executive order for private organizations. Instead, he directed OSHA to draft an emergency temporary standard to enforce the mandate. We'll come back to this in just a moment. President Biden did, however, sign an executive order requiring vaccination for all federal workers, millions of federal contractors, and any healthcare workers employed by providers who receive Medicare and Medicaid reimbursement. Unlike the rule for private employers, this requirement does not provide a testing option for the unvaccinated. This announcement follows closely on the heels of the FDA's full approval of the Pfizer vaccine in late August. Biden even pointed out in the speech that several major corporations, such as United Airlines, Disney, Tyson Foods, and Fox News, have voluntarily implemented their own vaccine mandates since then. Others, like Delta Airlines, have implemented insurance surcharges for unvaccinated employees. Still, no federal or private COVID response so far has had the far-reaching impact of Biden's latest announcement. The announcement also included a requirement that applicable employers provide PTO for employees to receive and recover from vaccination. Recognizing the need for increased testing to enforce the new requirement, Biden also mentioned he will use the Defense Production Act to mobilize industry to speed up production of rapid COVID tests. He similarly used this power earlier in the year to increase vaccine production. The speech included many other code regulations and responses as well, such as calling on large entertainment venues like concert halls and sport venues to require proof of vaccination or a negative test to attend their events. So what does all of this mean for your organization? As of this taping, OSHA has not yet published the Emergency Temporary Standard, which is expected to include the necessary compliance details for large private employers. However, there is a lot we can anticipate based on the details of the executive order for federal workers and contractors in light of other COVID compliance issues that have recently come up. Here are some questions you may have about this. What will happen if employers don't comply? 
At a press briefing the day after Biden's announcement, White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Jeff Zients mentioned enforcement actions can include fines up to $13,600 per violation. OSHA has a maximum penalty of $13,653 per violation. It's important to note, however, that the OSHA standard for private employers, which will likely outline penalties for noncompliance, has not yet been published. When will the mandate go into effect? As I mentioned, large private employers are waiting on OSHA to write the new regulations. Once the rule is published in the Federal Register, probably in early or mid-October, employers will likely have a few more weeks to comply. The September 9th executive order for federal workers requires full vaccination by November 22nd, meaning employees would need to have had their last dose of the vaccine at least two weeks before then. We can likely expect a similar timeline for private employers, starting from the date OSHA publishes the emergency temporary standard. Why make the announcement before the details are final? Given the Biden administration's reluctance to mandate vaccination for so long, it seems like the announcement is meant to act as another vaccine incentive before the mandate becomes legally enforceable. In other words, the more voluntary compliance before the rule goes into effect, the fewer legal and logistical challenges there could potentially be from legal noncompliance. Is a federal vaccine mandate legal? Writing for the National Law Reviews, Dean Singwald, Peter Stein, and Frank Morris advise, employers should operate on the assumption that, while controversial, the president's orders may withstand any legal challenge, especially with respect to government contractors, given that there is no inherent right to do business with the government or gain from a federal contract. In other words, legal challenges are a near certainty, but employers who choose not to comply may not have the time to wait for a favorable outcome. If an employee is terminated for refusal to comply, can they sue their employer? Although the legal dynamics are different in important ways, the courts have mostly upheld corporate vaccine mandate policies so far, as long as they are not discriminatory and provide accommodations for disabilities or sincere religious beliefs. The new federal mandate may in fact provide a stronger legal cover for HR and employers. Even under the cover of a federal mandate, employers are still likely to face resistance. How will employees be counted? OSHA has indicated that calculations for the 100 employee threshold will be on a company-wide basis. However, it's still unclear if fully remote or part-time workers will be included in the calculation or subject to the vaccine or testing requirements. What about organizations near the 100 employee threshold? It's certainly possible the mandate will affect staffing decisions for many of these borderline businesses. As many HR professionals know, staffing numbers often fluctuate, and there are bound to be many employers who are under the threshold one week, and then over at the next, and then back under the week after that. There are currently no guidelines for how to report or how often. For employers, the choice may be hiring or firing for some, and then Pfizer or fine for the others. Many may even determine it would just be easier to return to a fully remote office to avoid the need to comply. But such drastic steps may not be necessary. I'm here to help you navigate your way through. While we wait on clearer guidance from OSHA, you should consider these steps to make compliance as smooth as possible when the time comes. Review federal, state, and local laws not only for your industry, but also for the locations you operate in. 
For example, as I mentioned earlier, healthcare workers employed by providers who receive Medicare and Medicaid reimbursements will be subject to the executive order. Also, several states like Colorado and New York already require vaccination or termination for healthcare workers, while others such as California and Mississippi allow for testing alternatives. Of course, some states have made headlines by banding vaccine mandates for non-healthcare employees, notably Arizona and Montana. Stay tuned to HR Party of One and the Bernie Portal blog for HR updates and advice. President Biden's announcement got the ball rolling on the federal vaccine mandate, but there's still a lot to come. You'll need to stay informed to handle questions from the C-suite down to junior staff. But don't worry, I've got you covered. And remember, your role is as strategic as you make it. Oh,